Do you love the idea of personal growth, but find the practice of it exhausting? We get it. We're Brandon and Megan Giggling, growth coaches with the mission to put the personal back in personal growth. If you want a new way of growing into the next version of you without the frustration, guilt, and overwhelm, you're in the right place. It's time to rethink your growth journey and make it into something that works for you. You in? Welcome to Growth Reframed. Well, hey out there. Welcome back to another episode of the Growth Reframed podcast. Just want to take a moment to say how thankful we are that you're here, that you're listening. We understand there's about a million options, a million distractions, a lot of noise out there on any given day. And so we're happy you've kind of taken a second to come join us in this conversation. So I'm going to take this episode by myself today. And I honestly had something that seems so simple And yet I constantly seem to have to remind myself of this and that's just have fun. Having fun as a kid seemed like something that was so easy. It was always something when I watched my kids, we have an eight and five year old and it seems like when they're not trying to kill each other, (laughs) they actually have a lot of fun together. They find stuff to do. They create new games. They create new things. They constantly want to get toys out. They want to get games out. I'm staying home with my son right now, and even though he's sick, he's constantly trying to find other things that we can do. What can we do next, Daddy? What can we do here? What can we do there? And when you watch kids playing, it's almost like they have that childlike wonder, and they're just the idea of being playful, of being happy. And as adults, I don't know if we think that we have to be super serious all the time, or we're just under an immense amount of stress, because I know a lot of us are, me included. I think we somehow lose that ability to have fun or we if we don't watch it and if we aren't careful we can forget about it altogether one of the things i've noticed in my own life recently is is just with the stress and work being crazy and life seeming to be crazy and i talked at the beginning of this episode about all the noise that's out there when you start to pay attention it can really start to bring you down And what you surround yourself with and the environment you're living in definitely has an effect on your day-to-day life. And I don't think any of us would argue that, but I don't think we realize quite how much it has an effect on our day-to-day, our daily thoughts, our daily habits, our daily routines. And so today I just want to keep it light and just talk about ways that we can have more fun. And it starts really simply for a lot of us adults and it's to stop taking yourself so seriously. (laughs) Look, y'all, I lead a company. I have a lot of employees. There's a lot of stress on my shoulders. I'm obviously raising kids with Megan, trying to keep life going, and constantly things are coming at me. Constantly I'm thinking about things. But sometimes you just have to stop and realize that not everything is that serious. Now, I'm not trying to discount the things going on in the world and the things going on around your world, because honestly, I don't really know. But I think a lot of times we take ourselves so seriously and we are almost afraid to act goofy. One of the ways I always embarrass Megan and starting to embarrass my kids is when we're out, I'll sing. If I have a song in my head, I will sing out loud at the top of my lungs. I will sing in a parking lot. I will sing in a store. And most people that see me might think I'm crazy, but a lot of them have a smirk on their face. A lot of them have a smile on their face. A lot of them are laughing, sometimes at my expense, but who cares? Because guess what? I'm not taking myself that seriously. I'm understanding that if I'm playful, if I'm joyful, 
that it can rub off on the other people around me. I think about the other day we were starting to, and you can judge me later for this, we were starting to put up all of our Christmas stuff. We were starting to listen to Christmas music. And in the middle of the kitchen, I was staying there talking to our daughter and Megan started breaking down into a dance. She started dancing and singing like a crazy person. And before you knew it, at first we were laughing and like, man, your mom's crazy. But before you knew it, we were all up joining her. We were turning up the music. We were all dancing along, having a dance party together, singing. And and it's something that happens a lot. But without Meg taking that first step of being a little bit goofy, it wouldn't have rubbed off on the rest of us. But it reminded me in that moment that no matter what stress I'm carrying, I can still lighten the mood. I can still not have to hold that so tightly and white knuckle it all the time. Sometimes you can just let yourself go. There's a lot of studies that show that if you're singing in the car, if you're singing in the shower, if you're singing out loud to yourself, listening to music, it can change your whole perspective on things. But if we're honest, a lot of us get into that cycle where we're so stressed, we're so worried, we have so much on our plate, we can't possibly have fun. But in those moments, you have to learn to laugh at yourself. You have to learn to let go and have fun and and curb the urge to take yourself seriously. I've noticed that when I'm really stressed, when I'm really worried, and I've noticed this a lot recently because I've been even more conscious of it, when people around me are being goofy, when they're laughing, when they're just having fun, a lot of times I don't want to hear it because I'm such like a Debbie Downer. I'm, I remind myself sometimes in on the inside of Eeyore, you know, from Winnie the Pooh, Oh, this day is just so bad. Oh, I sure wish it wasn't raining today. (laughs) And if you guys don't know Eeyore, you can YouTube it and look it up. But that's a lot of times what I remind myself of because the people around me are trying to have fun. But because I'm so pent up with stress, I don't allow myself to have that. And I know with a lot of the worries we're holding on to, if we're being honest, we can do that with other people. And we can look out into the world and say, well, they really shouldn't be having fun because this, that, or the other is happening. But guess what? There's always time for fun. There's always time for fun. And sometimes you just got to learn to laugh like at yourself. You could watch some comedy. You could, you know, you could do anything that brings you joy. I, I don't know what it is for you, but I think a lot of times you make it very difficult to try to let our guard down and just be goofy and let that goofy side out. And I think a lot of it is the inner child of thinking, what will other people think if they see me doing this, if they see me doing that? But when those things creep into your head, you can just think about me singing out loud like an idiot in the parking lot. And and maybe that'll allow you to let loose a little bit too. One of the other ways to have fun, and it's something that I've tried to lean into recently, is forming new friendships. So for me, I had a friend group throughout high school. I had a friend group throughout college. And by the time I got out of college, me and Megan moved to Dallas, Fort Worth area right away. And from that point on, I haven't had any friends. I've had Megan, who's my ride or die. She's my best friend. I have my brothers. I have other people in my life that are part of my family, but no real friend group that I can go hang out with, that I can do things with, that I can talk to about certain things that and it, and I used it often as an excuse because when you have kids, you're so busy and you know life's so busy and no one really wants to hang out and no one really wants to talk and you almost seem like a bother. 
And honestly, everyone else has friends. Like they all have a friend group and I'm just the weirdo who doesn't. Like something's wrong with me because how do I not have friends? And everyone has this humongous friend group. Well, recently I was talking to some of the other dads that go to my daughter's school. My daughter and their kids are in the same grade and we were just kind of having a conversation. And over time, we just continue to have the conversation and now it's grown into a friendship. And so as we were talking, we had always talked about, and I don't know if this is a guy thing or a me thing, but we had always talked about, well, let's do something. Yeah, we should grab lunch. Yeah, we should grab a coffee. Yeah, we should do this. Yeah, we should do that. But then life gets busy, things get crazy, and you don't actually do it. Well, recently I decided, hey, let's just all go to a game together. The Carolina Hurricanes play here in the Raleigh-Durham area, which is where we're from. I was like, hey, let's just go to a game. This was a week before the game. I said, hey, next Friday, I'm going to this game. Let's all go together. Okay, so I took the lead on that. And all four of us ended up going. We had a great time. We grabbed some pizza beforehand. We carpooled over there. We had fun at the game. And, you know, we've kept a text chain going since, and we're going to do something else coming up. But see, rather than buying into that lie that everyone else has friends and somehow I don't, and that it's impossible for me as an adult to form new friendships, because a lot of us, I think, just get stuck and say, well, that can't happen, or everyone else has already got enough on their plate, they don't need another friend, or whatever excuse you're putting in your head, forming friendships can be a very easy way to have to bring fun and enjoyment back into your life, especially if you're feeling lonely, especially if you're feeling like you have a want or a, a, an internal need to be able to have other people in your life. If you're in that place or if you're feeling a little lonely or you're feeling a little empty, I invite you to try to form some new friendships. It's not easy. I promise you it's not. But if you use the excuse that I did forever, it's almost impossible to do because you just buy into that belief that everyone else has it and somehow you don't, and so you can't possibly get it. Well, I'm going to challenge you today to try to find some new friendships. The next thing would just be to enjoy some family time. I mean, we've had a few occasions recently where things did not go according to plan. I know the last episode Megan recorded, it was about what to do when things don't go according to plan, and that has been happening a lot recently. In the last few months, I can count on two hands and some of my feet how many times that's come up in our lives where things don't go according to plan. And a lot of times in those moments, I was disappointed, I was stressed, I was mad, I was upset. But then what happened in those moments a lot for us was I've had a lot more family time. I had a lot more time with my kids that I didn't normally have. I had a lot of time that we would never have otherwise. And In those moments where I actually allowed myself to enjoy it rather than to be grumpy about it, we really have been having a blast. And it's been really simple, by the way. We went to PetSmart and looked at gerbils and hamsters and mice. We, you know, went to a random target run. We sat at home and played games. We built a tent in my kids' rooms with a sheet and put a light in there and they slept in it for a couple days. I mean, there's a lot of things you can do to enjoy that family time. And even more so, whether it just comes up or not, are you being intentional with your family time right now? Are you being present for your family? Are you actually there? Now, I don't mean presence in the state that you're sitting there on your phone. I mean presence in the state. Are you actively involved and having a real human interaction and experience? 
That's something that I think we're missing out on recently. A lot of us are so busy on technology, we're so pulled away on everything else that we forget to have a real human interaction and experience. I had that at the hockey game with my dad friends. I had that with my kids when we were building a tent. I've had that when we're sitting there playing games. Making sure that you're present and enjoying that family time. And there's plenty of times, y'all, by the way, that our kids drive us absolutely insane. And what we do in those moments is call an audible. Whatever we are planning on doing, we go out and we, we just leave the house. We go outside and play in the yard. We go out and walk around in a store. We go out and just drive around in the car just to change the environment, to change the attitude, to change how we're feeling, to change how our kids are feeling, to recognize that we're all pent up in that moment and trying to go out and find ways to do something new. Which leads me to my next point, being spontaneous. Y'all, life is so planned. There's constantly things that have to happen. And obviously, we all have things that we have to do. But a lot of us live with an attitude of things we should do, of looking at the things we should be doing and constantly having it on our calendar, on a calendar stuffed full. And we wear our busyness as a badge and we think it's so great that we're constantly busy and our kids are in a thousand activities and we're constantly doing all these different things to make sure that we're busy to justify that we're an important person. (laughs) And I don't mean to rub some of you the wrong way, but you need to hear this. You need to be spontaneous too. You got to leave yourself open for life to happen and just happen. You can drop everything and have a random pizza night. You can drop everything and decide, you know, you're going to go overnight somewhere. You can do any number of different things. It can be big or it can be small, but being spontaneous and mixing things up can help you get out of that never-ending groundhog day. I constantly talk about the fact that a lot of times in my life, I feel like I'm in the never-ending groundhog day. I feel like based on many of the people I talk to, most of us feel like we're in a never-ending groundhog day. So my question to you is, if you do find yourself in that place, how many times have you been spontaneous in the last week? Okay, the last week's a lot of pressure. How many times have you felt spontaneous or did anything spontaneous in the last month? Can you think of even one time you've done that? It's important to think about because we get stuck in these cycles and we're constantly all a pattern of our life. We follow the same patterns and the same cycles and you have to be conscious of it. Sometimes you have to open your eyes. Many of us are so busy with our schedules that we're living with blinders on. I think about like a horse and carriage where they have the blinders on the horse and they can only see what's right in front of them. But when you're spontaneous, you take those blinders off and it opens your peripherals up to a brand new world that's out there. There's so many fun things that you can do, and a lot of times we think, well, you know, that would just be a hassle, or I'd have to do this, or I'd have to change that around, and I just don't want to have to do that, and I don't want to have to ask someone to help, and I don't want to have to do this, but being spontaneous will break that cycle, so if you don't want to constantly be living in the cycle that you're in, then you're going to have to change things up and, and, and step out of your comfort zone and do new things and try new things and maybe ask for help from someone. Maybe it's going on a date with your spouse this week. Okay, ask a friend to do that. Ask a friend to help you with that. Ask some in-laws. Ask family. Ask someone else. A lot of times we think it's an inconvenience or burden. Okay, trade off time with them. If your friends have kids too, you watch their kids and then the next night let them watch your kids. Let the guilt go away. It's okay to ask for help, but a lot of times we got to be willing to ask in order to be spontaneous. 
a lot of us will use that as an excuse. Like, well, I can't be spontaneous because I have all these responsibilities. And Brandon, you just don't know what I have. And I have this and, and, and it's impossible for me to get out of. Well, all I'm saying is maybe with a little planning, you can still be a little bit spontaneous. You can still do things outside of the norm. You can still do things outside of your comfort zone. We constantly talk about mixing things up. How many times have you mixed stuff up recently? Because that's the difference between living in the current state that you're living in and living in a space that you can have more fun, where you can have more enjoyment, where you can laugh, where you can be playful. A lot of that list of excuses that's going on in your brain right now is actually the detri- to your detriment because it's preventing you from living in that world of fun and enjoyment and constantly keeping you in that stress cycle where you feel shackled down and feel pressure and feel worried and feel like you can't do anything else. The last thing that's been on my heart and it's coming into this holiday season, it's something that I always try to do. I always try to be conscious of. I'm not always great at it, but I do try to make an effort is being kind. Being kind will help you have more fun. Being kind to other people will allow them to be kind in return. Now, it's not always going to work that way, but it'll certainly make you feel better to be kind. And that's not even really what it's about. It's about making other people feel better around you too, but be the positive change you want to see in the world. Be kind out in this world. Y'all, this world's insane right now. Every single person out there is stressed, worried, overwhelmed, overworked. They're worried about politics. They're worried about the next world war. They're worried about this. They're worried about that. So why not be in a place where we're actually trying to be kind and generous to other people, not try to close ourselves off and close ourselves down and put ourselves in the bubble and stay on social media and think that's real human interaction. No, when you go out into the world, you can spread that kindness. You can spread that joy. You can be goofy in front of other people and show them that it's okay for them to do it. It's so easy, y'all, so easy in this world to be angry. The default for everyone right now, it seems to me, is to be angry, is to be petty, is to pull and tear other people down. But y'all, you don't have to be like that. You don't have to let the world morph you into that. There's a way to be kind. There's a way to be compassionate. And if you are, it'll fill you up. It'll fill your heart up too. And many times when I've done this, when I've gone out of the way to be kind to other people, to hold the door for someone else, to maybe buy someone's groceries who's behind you or buy someone else's gas or just give someone a kind word or tell them you like their shoes or tell them anything that would be kind and helpful, it can go a long way. Actually, my sister-in-law sent me a text uh, the other day. It was from a social media post and it was talking about how people that are working in the service industry right now with the holidays coming up, they're all overworked. They're all overstressed. They're constantly getting berated with people every day. Imagine in those moments, if you gave them grace, if you gave them compassion, if you were kind to them, if you did give them a compliment, if you didn't get super mad or upset because your latte ended up being an iced coffee, If you didn't get super mad and upset that your flight was delayed when the flight attendant has no way to prevent that. See, in order to have fun, you have to be looking for fun. First of all, you have to have a have fun mindset. You have to shift your mindset to say that's something you're actually going to be looking for. Because most of us, when you're all stressed and worried, 
you don't think about what you're looking for and what you end up finding is more people that are angry, stressed, and worried. But if you change your mindset to something that's fun and realize that you control that, you have control of the attitude and how you show up. Well, if you show up and think this is going to be a fun day, this is going to be a good day, I'm going to have a little bit of fun. I'm going to make some fun in this day. Now, that doesn't take away all your stress. It doesn't take away all your worries. It doesn't mean that a big product project won't get dumped in your laugh. It doesn't mean that someone won't show up to work and it'll cause a big ruckus. It doesn't mean that you won't get cut off in traffic. But what it does mean is you can quickly snap your fingers, keep that mindset, turn the page quickly and not marinate and let it fester. So y'all invite you today, sing, have a dance party in your kitchen, laugh with someone, try to form some new friendships, enjoy family time and actually be present. Look for a way this week that you can be spontaneous, that you can try to do something different and switch things up to prevent that never-ending Groundhog Day. And be kind to someone just because. Wouldn't you like someone to be kind to you? Y'all, I love you. I hope you have a great week this week. I hope you can mix a little bit of fun in. Please reach out to us over on social media at Growth Reframed and let us know if you've tried any of these things, if they worked, if they were helpful, what you enjoy doing for fun. And until next time, we'll see y'all. We love you. Thanks for listening to Growth Reframed. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to subscribe and leave us a review. We would love to connect with you. So shoot us a DM on Instagram at Growth Reframed. We love y'all.